Hi, this is Lisa Lynn Eveleth, the founder and CEO of Live Fit with Lupus. If you want the inside scoop on how to live a more fulfilling life, you should be listening to my good friend, Lisa Stroda. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Holistic Life Coach Podcast, where you'll get some motivation, inspiration, and value from movers, shakers, world changers, and unabashed dreamers. If you'd like to share your story, contact me through the show's website, theholisticlifecoachpodcast.com, and we'll see if you're a good fit. This week, I chat with CEO and founder of Lift Fit with Lupus, Lisa Lynn Evelyn. Lisa tells us how she has lived with lupus for over 20 years and how it has affected her career as a personal trainer and the reason she started her foundation. Now, on to this week's episode. Lisa Lynn Eveleth holds a bachelor's degree from Western Illinois University. She also is certified in nutrition, coaching, counseling, exercise science, personal training, yoga, and Pilates. Lisa is a professional speaker, a published author, the owner of Body Design Fitness and Wellness, a fitness instructor, a model, and held the title of Mrs. Iowa 2015. Having lived for over 20 years with the challenges of the autoimmune disease lupus, Lisa discovered the path to wellness through nutrition, exercise, and an integrative medical approach. This journey led her to become the founder and CEO of Live Fit with Lupus. With Lisa's guidance, this nonprofit's mission is to educate, empower, and inspire others to overcome their own obstacles and create autoimmune awareness in the community, nationally, and around the globe. Welcome, Lisa, to the pod. Thank you for joining me today. And hello, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa squared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. But before, can you tell? Can you tell us before you tell us about your journey with lupus? Can you explain to our listeners what lupus is? Sure, certainly can. Um, lupus is an overactive immune system where your body attacks itself, so to speak, in layman's terms. That's the easiest way to put it. We don't have that commander to say, hey, just kill the bad guys. <laughs> don't kill the good guys. It kills whatever it wants. It has uh-huh. a party in your body, pretty much. And so it can affect anywhere, any connective tissue, blood-forming organ, your blood. Um, you know, skin is a large organ. Joints, um, you name it, from head to toe, it can affect yeah. Everything in your body. Yeah. <laughs> so can you tell us about your journey with lupus, how it began? Sure. Um, well, it kind of started when I was young. I would have bloody noses, um, you know, at the playground. That's one thing we first noticed. And so it didn't actually, I didn't actually get a, a diagnosis first with lupus. I got a diagnosis with ITP, which is, well, it's called idiopathic thrombocytopenic purpura. Wow. Which that's a, that's a, a mouthful. Lot. Yeah, it is. Now they kind of say immune because they don't like the word idiopathic, I think, which they don't know what the heck causes it. It's idiopathic. Mm-hmm. But immune thrombocytopenia purpura, which is um, a blood disease um, attacking the platelets. So, again, that's a lupus symptom. I just didn't get a diagnosis. That was one of my first symptoms, which was a pretty life threatening symptom to have because um, that was debilitating as well. And I, mean, I had a splenectomy and a 
exploratory surgery to see kind of what was going on. They weren't quite sure. So they did remove my spleen, which did calm my symptoms down for a while. But it was a long, I could get, I could tell a story about that <laughs> itself. It was kind of a long journey, mm-hmm. um, you know, not being able to shave my legs, afraid, you know, the doctor wouldn't let me use knives. If, wow. You know, just bleeding to death because my platelet count got so low. Uh-huh. So it was pretty scary. Yeah. 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 Sounds like that. Wow. And then what happened from there after they removed your spleen? So I, it seemed like, um, you know, things calmed down for uh, maybe a year or two. And then I started getting some more symptoms. You know, they always told me that it, it wasn't a curable disease, but it could be manageable. Mm-hmm. So they hoped, they were hopeful that um, the splenectomy would would help and carry me through. But unfortunately, I was one of those where it didn't and mm-hmm. things kind of exasperated as far as symptoms. Um, I started getting, gosh, um, probably more bloody noses. I started getting rash across my face, like the butterfly rash, the molar rash they talk about. Started getting lesions all over my body and my skin, my chest. Um, started getting mouth ulcers, nose ulcers, um, fevers, you know, low-grade fevers yeah. constantly. Um, weight loss. I kept losing weight. My weak. Know, joint pain, everything hurt. My hair was falling out. Gosh, you name it. I don't know. I wasn't wasn't having very much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then so, how how did they diagnose that? Did they? So did they um. So finally, you know, I just kept thinking it would go away each mm-hmm. day, and um, I was teach. I started teaching classes, you know, and I thought, well, maybe it's from working out, and you know, no. Of course, when you you know, you see yourself every day. You don't really see how sick you are uh-huh. until I, um, you know, went home to see my mom. Because by this time I was in college, and um, so I went home to see my mom, and she was astonished by how I looked. And finally that night we went to the ER, and I got pretty much a diagnosis there. They saw a lot of symptoms. They saw the scar from the splenectomy. Mm-hmm. They saw my rash. They saw, I mean, all the symptoms I had, you know, pretty much gave it away. So um, then it was just getting a true diagnosis and labs and things like that. So I was sent to the rheumatologist the very next day. And uh-huh. and then from there, it started. Yeah. And, and then, then the trial and error with all the medications. And it took a long time to really get back normalized mm-hmm. um, to get back living and it was the roller coaster ride really for the next 10 15 20 years after that so wow I'd say 10 to 15 yeah. probably yeah with different treatments and mm-hmm. figuring out what worked for you and what didn't work for you yeah yeah I've done um so they did do in the beginning since I had I started having kidney involvement and then brain involvement so then they started doing um so I had seizures many strokes I was having um I had class three and four nephritis which is so the basically the lupus I would say was attacking the kidneys attacking organs the brain attacking so it's kind of a crazy time um so they did do a lot of chemotherapy then mm-hmm. um so we did cyclophosphamide we've done imuran um tried that in the beginning of course always on steroids I mean, I couldn't get off steroids or I'd start to have a flare. I'd try to get down and taper down, have to go right back up. Uh-oh. It was just a battle trying to figure things out and balance things out. 
Now, is chemo a typical treatment nowadays for it? it? I mean, it can be not quite like how I did it because when you have, it's usually only an option with organ involvement. Okay. Like you wouldn't do chemotherapy if someone had joint pain or things like that. But when Mm -hmm. it becomes more life-threatening, they've got to suppress the immune system because it's so overactive that's attacking your organs and that becomes tragic, you know? So they have to really do something about it. Okay. Yeah. So, Okay. There, uh, so how did lupus affect your career as a personal trainer? Well, with, being said, <laughs> with all that being said, sometimes I would be homebound, hospital bound, mm-hmm. wheelchair bound. So yeah, I had took some some breaks from working because I could barely take care of myself. Mm-hmm. So it did affect you know um, clientele because you get a momentum going like with any business. Mm-hmm. Same like with COVID as everyone has experienced kind of lose that momentum and and not that it's it's meant to happen as far as losing clients but sometimes you lose clients in the process because you're not there for them and understandably uh-huh it happens yeah so it's just life yeah so yeah I mean it took its toll but I was always able to build back up and mm. <laughs> and go back to the flare-ups <laughs> and build back up and you know kind of it was I had to work a little harder, I guess. <laughs> now, did your your clients know that you had lupus or did they just know that maybe you were out sick and nothing oh, yeah. you know, I mean, specific? Definitely get close to your clients uh-huh. and just like, you know, bartenders, I think you get to know them pretty well in their life story. Mm-hmm. Um and so they they always knew what was going on and they totally understood, you know, where it was coming from and it was definitely become friends and became visitors for me, you know, helped me out yeah. during my sickness, maybe took some of those shifts that I had to, if I had to be cared for 24 seven, then, you know, so my husband could work and my mom could go back to work. So <laughs> yeah. they had shifts and they took those shifts, which was really great. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. great that you had a wonderful, rela- close relationship with your clients. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's good. Yeah. So now what made you want to start a foundation for those with autoimmune disease? Because I know Lift Fit with Lupus doesn't just cater to people with lupus. It's different autoimmune diseases. And there are so many. (laughs) Unfortunately, unfortunately, there are so many autoimmune diseases. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I did a little work with um, the LFA, Lupus Foundation of America, and actually it was the American Lupus Society when I started. And the one thing I noticed, um, you know, we'd have support groups, and I did start a few small events like a 5K, and we did some bullathons and things like that, and I raised some money. But all the money went to Des Moines chapter instead of the Quad Cities. I wanted to keep things in the Quad Cities, and I also wanted to have more of a positive experience for patients mm-hmm. um you know my husband would always come after come pick me up after we'd have a support group meeting in it and I was almost um I, w- I wasn't filled up so to speak you know I, w- I wanted people to feel filled mm-hmm. and not so drained after a meeting it's good to vent don't get me wrong but I I guess I wanted to teach patients not to be victims uh-huh. I think that's so important because that's all I would hear. You know, someone would complain about this and this and this hurting, this hurting, but they didn't take any action steps to Mm -hmm. move forward. And that's what I wanted. I wanted people not just to vent, but to, and not just exist and Mm -hmm. keep the same cycle, the vicious cycle over and over. I wanted them to live 
and experience life. And so I just wanted to change that. And I didn't see that in mm -hmm. what I was feeling in those support groups. So I thought if I start something myself and I can help other people, even just one person, and I want to give them hope. And, you know, I'd been through so much that I wanted them to know, like, if they were suffering the same as I did, that there was hope and that I was finding ways to have quality of life. And I wanted to share that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is so hard to get out of that victim mode. Yep. And um, feeling when this something like this happens and I myself having celiac mm -hmm. and Hashimoto's thyroiditis and I had a chronic migraines. So I was in bed like five days out of the seven. Um, yeah, you understand you on, completely. Yeah, it's like, why is this happening to me? Mm -hmm. And we all have to and, go through that. Yeah. I yeah. think that's a necessary stage because mm -hmm. as much as I didn't want to be in that stage, mm -hmm. I had to go there just to go through it and then climb out and like live fit with lupus. Like you said, it helps you climb out of that. Mm -hmm. And I remember a meeting and, uh, we were all talking about our symptoms mm -hmm. and all of us there had different autoimmune diseases. Yeah. Things I had never heard of. Right. Um, and it's funny because when we talk to people about autoimmune disease, um, a lot of them aren't aware that what their friend has or their relative has or something they heard about is an autoimmune disease. Mm -hmm. And so when we were talking at that meeting and talking about our symptoms, we realized that, most of us have the same symptoms. Absolutely. And especially brain fog. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we complain Word about searching, that. Word yes. searching. Yeah. I've become like a human thesaurus. Yes. And I'll even tell people, I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. I know what I want to say. I just don't know how to Maybe say it. Maybe a few hours later, I'll be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like, yeah, now I know what it is. I've 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 come up with so many tricks for that. Mm -hmm. Like I really, I use my reminder app in my phone and even in it's, and I use it for the littlest things. Mm -hmm. A friend of mine hurt her foot and I want, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to know how is her foot? I'm like, shoot, I can't text her now because she's probably busy. So I put a reminder app in my phone yep. at, for 9 a.m. Text her about her foot. <laughs> Do you know you can schedule text messages? No, I didn't know okay, that. Okay, I'll show you that later. <laughs> Just a little tidbit. Yeah. In case you learn anything here today. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and you know, when you when you're around people who experience the same thing, who who know knows what you're going through, you know, it's just so comforting. Yeah, it's refreshing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's neat to talk to like-minded people and they understand even though, you know, you may have great family support, you know, great spousal support, just great friends around you. Mm -hmm. If they don't have exactly what you're, or know exactly what you're dealing with, it's, it's tough to explain or understand, or sometimes you don't want to bore them with the details, but then someone that is experiencing what you are, mm -hmm. it's so important to have the like-minded community. Yeah. Sure. Hey, we're going to come back to the show in a minute. Could you do me a favor? Could you fill out a form at the holisticlifecoachpodcast.com and jump on the horn with me for 10 minutes? I'd like to know your likes and dislikes about the show and the biggest reason you're listening to the show. This gives me a chance to get to know my listeners. Thanks. 
Now, let's pick up where we left off. Oh, yeah. There, I was uh, speaking to a pain doc once, mm -hmm. and he said he had, he had a patient that would come in, and, and he was prescribing some heavy-duty painkillers, like fentanyl, things like mm -hmm. that. And he says he had this patient that he had seen for quite, quite a while. And she came in one day and she, and she was happy. And he says, what, what's going on? You know, what, you know, what happened? Oh, I got a diagnosis. You did. I have lupus. And he says, <laughs> and you're Excited. happy about that? <laughs> yes. I have been wondering for years what's going on. Whenever they do tests, they can't find anything. And now something showed up. And she said, my family thinks I'm crazy. They just think I'm a hypochondriac, that I'm feeling all the, you know, well, your tests are normal, so it must all be in your head. And she says, now I can tell them this is what I have. I says, oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, how, I mean, that is really important when you have a diagnosis. I mean, I think it's something, it's like, a, okay, there's the target. Now I can go towards that. I could figure this out. And right. You have a little bit more, more. direction, I yes. think, you know, and. Unfortunately, not everybody gets that, you know, label, so to speak, because mm -hmm. it, I, I mean, I know you've heard this as well, but it takes around eight years um, as an average to diagnose yeah. an autoimmune disease, which is hectic for people, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, uh, Crazy. It is. It is. And so what does the foundation offer? You well, yeah. Talk. So... We offer, you know, one-on-one -on -one counseling, mm -hmm. um, you know, before COVID all yeah. happened, it was, you know, more group meetings, cooking classes, which I hope will be back in the fall. Yeah. So we do offer like gluten-free. We like to do gluten-free just because that autoimmune response with gluten, um, whether you have celiac or not. And Lisa has celiac. So I think that's important as well. Mm -hmm. um, and celiac runs in my family like crazy. Um, we do... Um, events. So we have a race coming up this Saturday. In fact, June 12th, Saturday, 730, a 5k and a 10k. And then we, we do yearly. Yes. Annual. We, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, the met, yeah, the annual race, excuse me. And of course we didn't have it last. Yeah. We just had virtual last year. Yeah. Right. And then we do the golf tournament, annual golf tournament in okay. August. And then we normally do some event like dancing talent event in the fall. Um, you know, just, Normally, every every year uh -huh. besides last year. <laughs> so, and then we do um, nutritional guidance. We do exercise guidance, um, psychological, emotional support. You know, we try to, I help people, you know, if they need to get disability, um, anything like that. Um, and just, you know, just to have the camaraderie to the, like I said, the community of, of like-minded people. It's important. So we do healing meetings, I should say, which mm -hmm. are important as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And now you mentioned your husband mm -hmm. before. And how how important is it to have a supportive spouse or su oh, yes. supportive family? They need to be educated just as you are about the disease because they live it just as much as you do. And same with your family. Um, you know, it's so important. And I'll include doctors as well. Um, to have that relationship because it's it's a long-term relationship you know it's a chronic illness any autoimmune disease as we know so it's important to have you know that 
give them the education, mm -hmm. get them involved with your doctor's appointments, get the family knowledgeable about what's going on. And, and, and when you live with someone, obviously they're going to know your good days and bad days. And they know when you, things are starting to like get heated, glaring, uh -huh. you know, so it's very important to just keep them in the know, mm -hmm. you know, communicate, 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 educate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so. then in, in like with, Doctors, I think it's important to find that, you know, I would say perfect, but well enough fit. Yeah, because you do have, it's like a marriage. You know, I've been very blessed with my rheumatologist and I had a great neurologist and nephrologist in the past, which I haven't needed. I only, my, I stick with my rheumatologist, but also I have some good integrative doctors and great chiropractors as well that I've just been super blessed. And even with my primary care physician, which he is retiring at the end of this month I've been so blessed though with all of that my whole entire journey so that's one thing I know that people struggle with so it's important to have that connection you know even if you have to interview doctors before you actually become their patient I oh. think it's important yeah because doctors interview patients yeah I know I was looking for a family physician and he had to go to the website fill out something mm -hmm. And to be accepted, to be accepted. And, and, and what I told people that they're like, what, what do you mean? You couldn't well, just find it. You hit, they could refuse you. Really? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So, and I think, um, that's okay. Yeah. Cause then yeah. you have, you know, you're going to have a good fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And so what keeps you motivated? Hmm. I, that's tough. Um, a lot of things do. I mean, I have great friends, family. I have a positive spirit. I just feel feel like a happy person, even though, you know, everybody's dealt different cards, I feel, in life. And there's obstacles that we all have to overcome. And they're just different. And it's always a learning experience. So I feel like it came out of the womb just happy. That's just yeah. who I am. And, um, yeah, we all have hard days. And it's challenging and stress. But um, I think just life and people mm -hmm. and, you know, just having a good, good niche and a good, I love what I do. I love my, you know, all aspects of each of my jobs that I do. Um, that's important. I love the people I'm around. I love my friends. I love you. <laughs> I love um, my foundation, the people that I work with mm -hmm. in that and love my family, husband, life, yeah. all that. My dogs. <laughs> dogs, yeah. Yeah. It's a, let's do quick fire questions. Okay. So, ready. Okay. <laughs> so, if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would they be? I've always liked Reese Witherspoon. I don't know why. She just is, she seems like someone fun to hang out with. Mm -hmm. I would say her. I think it would be fun to meet Elvis Presley and Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. If I had to do Hollywood. <laughs> so what is your morning routine? Um, I always, the first thing I usually do, either see a client or teach classes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what is your favorite pump-up song? Like, what, what can you listen to that can pump me up? Pump you? Yeah. Um. I would say like to a classic that they play at weddings. Um, 
Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Awesome. Yeah, Journey. My favorite. <laughs> Whenever I hear that, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> if you could turn back time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell her? I would tell her to, um, you know, kind of grasp yourself. You've got a little journey ahead of you. <laughs> That there's going to be some pain and suffering, but you're going to make it through and everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, so, hard to know it as you're going through it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you definitely. You don't always see the light at the end of the tunnel. So, you understand that. Yeah. Dark days sometimes. Yeah. What is something someone can do in five minutes to improve their health? Something like Meditate. Mm -hmm. Definitely breathing, meditation prayer, whatever that means to you, but, you know, being in tune with your body, it's important to take that little bit of time every day to yeah. really analyze and breathing. Breathing is so important. Good breathing. Yeah. And so where can people find you if they want to know more about you, about the foundation? Sure. Um, so the foundation's website is www.livefitwithlupus.org. And then you can email us at info at livefitwithlupus.org. Our phone number is actually 844-LFWLORG or 844-539-5674. I <laughs> have to think about that. And then um, on social media, we have Live Fit With Lupus. My personal social media is Lisa. Cormac Eveleth, because that's my maiden name, and I have a Lisa Lynn Fit um, Instagram, along with Live Fit with Lupus Instagram, and a Lisa Lynn Fit Facebook page, too, so okay, I think I covered them. Yeah, <laughs> all those places. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks. <laughs> You've listened to our new episode all the way through. And for that, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You can find Lisa Eveleth's contact information in the show notes at theholisticlifecoachpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review at Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the Holistic Life Coach Podcast and at the Holistic Life Coach Podcast page on Facebook. Thanks again. Until next time, beautiful souls.